This is Scott Becker with a special edition of the Becker's Healthcare Podcast and the Becker Private Equity and Business Minute Podcast. We get a chance today to visit with Kristen McDermott Woodrum. Kristen's a brilliant partner in digital health and healthcare at McGuire Woods. She's going to talk about some of the trends she's watching in healthcare currently. And some of those trends come out of a recent McGuire Woods Healthcare Private Equity event and some of the speakers and some of the thinkers there. She's got brilliant perspectives on what she saw and what people are talking about. So, so welcome, Kristen, welcome. And, and take a moment and introduce yourself, if you don't mind, and, and tell us what you're watching currently in sort of the healthcare, digital health, healthcare world. Well, thank you, Scott, and it's a pleasure to be here with you today. Um, I spent last week in Chicago and attended the McGuire Woods 19th Annual Healthcare Private Equity and Finance Conference, which was pretty incredible. Um, so I've been thinking through some of my takeaways from that conference and some of the perspectives I got from the various panelists and people I talked with, including private equity investors, lenders, investment bankers, C-suite executives, and other advisors in healthcare. So definitely seeing some challenges right now. One of the focuses, obviously, is on the increased interest rates and what impact they're having. In 2022, we still had a really good year for transactions. It wasn't the super hot volume of 2021, but um, based on data from PitchBook and others, it was the second highest year on record. It started really strong, but then the volume began to cool. And now lenders are taking a closer look at deals and the quality of borrowers. Um, Given the cost of capital, investors are also being more cautious. All around, there's more scrutiny on the financials. Um, we're seeing less less likely to see pro forma adjustments that would support inflated purchase prices. Um, the investment bankers are still exuding confidence, um, which is their job. Um, we're definitely poised for a lot of add-on transactions and seeing continued volume there. There's a lot of uncertainty and some speculation um, as to whether sellers may take a pause before entering the market. Um, And there's continued uncertainty, especially this week with the Federal Reserve Chairman telling the Senate Banking Committee that rate increases may need to be higher and quicker than previously expected. Um, And also, I think we'll see a lot of eyes on the jobs report released later this week to see what sort of impact that will have for 2023. Chris, I mean, just to, to, to summarize there, a rate rising environment causes buyers to be more cautious because the borrowing costs are so much higher. It causes sellers to be cautious. Are they selling into a lower multiple market than they were? And so it does put a little bit of a slowdown in the market, but still lots of bolt-on transactions, but concern about big platform transactions. Thank you. Talk about, you were mentioning labor. Why don't you go to that subject, Kristen? Sure. So labor was another challenge that came up a lot. Um, Operators are faced with staffing pressures probably not as acute as what we're seeing with the really big health systems, but labor costs are high and filling and retaining some positions is a challenge. Nursing, behavioral health, home care are some of the areas that are filling the pinch right now. Um, Investors are also looking forward at the diminishing pipeline and some are targeting investments in specialties where they predict shortages in the future and buying up those physician targets. We've talked a lot about primary care. There are some specialties. Um, I moderated a men's health panel, and it turns out the vast majority of urologists are men, which completely makes sense. But most medical students are women, so an imbalance there, which creates an opportunity and 
challenge going forward, maybe some staffing changes. This point, though, Kristen, is, is a point not to be lost. There's quickly evolving shortages of doctors in both the primary care level, big pharmacy chains are trying to buy those up, which is going to lead challenges for health systems. And then at the specialty level, big private equity funds are trying to consolidate those and, and buy those up. And that's also going to leave a lot of holes throughout the health system in terms of figuring out you know, where is coverage going to come from, who's going to control coverage, what that's going to mean. And somehow or another, to solve this, we, we've got to figure out how to mint more doctors at the end of the day. But in the meantime, there's there's tremendous competition over an increasingly shortage amount of, of physicians, it's almost like oil shortages, and, and, and people trying to corner that market. They're trying to corner the market on physicians now. That's exactly right. And then, obviously, you see solutions with advanced practice practitioners and the injury of nurse practitioners and PAs um, kind of picking up some of that burden. There's a lot of investment in solutions too, um, digital health and tech-enabled solutions to help automate some of the medical record keeping or you know, charting other mundane tasks to reduce the staffing, free up the physicians so that they can actually practice, um, and then to address the burnout and fatigue that healthcare providers are facing from dealing with the administrative burdens of the job. A lot of interest in that area. Um, and, you know, despite all the challenges, the message was certainly not all doom and gloom. There's a lot of great opportunities out there, especially seeing interest and focus on some of those hot sectors, including behavioral health, cardiology, continued interest in women's health, and a lot of interest in value-based care. Um, some people are still on the sidelines, but they're definitely taking note and paying attention to what's happening in this transition from fee-for-service to value-based care, standing room-only panels on that topic, along with the digital health and tech investments that enable this transition, whether it's decapitation or some form of alternative payment model. Um, so that's exciting. To kick off the conference, I had the amazing opportunity to co-host our digital health tech and innovation dinner with Andrea Lena and interview our keynote, Devin Cardi of Martin Ventures, and that was really a fascinating discussion. Uh, Martin Ventures has an investment thesis to invest in companies targeting three core areas of opportunity. Op one is to optimize existing healthcare providers, helping hospitals, physicians, nurses reduce costs, increase revenues, and gain efficiencies. Second, to innovate new models of care, which ensure that care is delivered consistently in the most clinically effective, cost-effective venue of care which may be you know, at home. And then third, to empower the consumer to be more informed and engaged in the control of their healthcare. And we talked through a number of their investments, um, a few examples, Trillion Health, which is a data science analytics company. It's focused on healthcare systems and helps them build and execute growth strategies, um, but has a tremendous amount of data, which is you know more and more um, just a necessity to, to make smart business decisions. Um, they've also partnered with um, Travis Messina, the founder of Contessa back in, I think, 2015 to form their hospital at home and skilled nursing at home company. And, you know, that obviously was a model that was accelerated by COVID and they were able to exit and sell to Emeticis for a large price back in 2021. 
now they're focused on an investment in a company called Reimagine Care, which provides oncology care at home. So part of their model is partnering with oncologists and health systems and moving the care of these cancer patients to their homes. So that's really exciting. I like their investment thesis. And I think that um, a lot of companies are now looking at investing and, and building up solutions to what's troubling the healthcare system right now. So it's that private equity venture capital looking at, at hospitals and seeing how they fit together. And you've got some really smart people out there who know, know both sides of it. So yeah, huge shout out to Devin for keynoting our event. And so just a fascinating footnote to what you just said there. There's a few things there. First, Martin Ventures CEO, Devin Cardi, very, very bright person. Martin Ventures, many people don't realize this in the hospital and health system area, was founded by Charlie Martin, who was a famous, famous healthcare entrepreneur, founder, founder of the Vanguard Health System and a few other health systems, tremendously successful as a hospital entrepreneur in the true hospital and health system area, and then founded Martin Ventures. Sanjula Jane is the lead researcher, the lead of research at Trilliant, and she and her team are brilliant in the data they've done. They've tried to show hospitals how they compare to U.S. News and World Report hospitals and how they line up and what they could do better or worse, et cetera, but they've got a fascinating database. Uh, and then in terms of the oncology company, Rematch Care, the, the president there is Aaron Gerber, Dr. Gerber, another fascinating leader. But what, what a fascinating group of people that they've assembled at Martin Ventures. Um, it, it, Kristen, we'll talk more about some of these issues, sort of this shortages of physicians, private equity funds trying to gobble up physicians, trying to leverage physicians through better technology and, and so forth. And it's not, physicians are just an easy thing to look at because it's so clear the picture of shortages. Uh, and then trying to manage those shortages with PAs and leveraging other people and all kinds of other technologies uh, and seeing what that bridge looks like. Kristen McDermott Woodrum, brilliant as always. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much, Scott.